Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is episode seven, and the podcast is called The Way Up, Healing Wounds from Church Hurt. My name is Doug Vasey, and I'm an ordained minister and a graduate of a Christian seminary. My purpose in doing this podcast is to help those who have been wounded by emotional and spiritual hurt and trauma. My main focus is dealing with wounds that come from church hurt, since that is my experience. And I want people to know that there is hope and recovery is possible to a greater life full of love, joy, and peace from God the Father. In this episode, I want to discuss a concept that was helpful to me in my healing process. It is the principle that everyone is desperately insecure. I first heard this discussed by Chip Ingram, who has a radio ministry called Living on the Edge. Mr. Ingram said that he had learned about this from a book he had studied by Paul Turnier, a Swiss psychiatrist who was also a Christian. Turnier wrote about what he called a face-to-face encounter with God that transformed his life and changed everything for him. Ingram realized the truth of this principle that everyone is desperately insecure at the first church in which he was a pastor, a small church outside of Dallas. Even though it was small, it seemed to him that everyone was wealthy and successful and had it all together. He felt intimidated and fearful among the people. But as he got to know them, he learned that they had some of the same problems and issues in their lives that he had. Ingram saw that these people were dealing with their insecurities with a strong, intimidating response, in which they were using things such as power, wealth, and control to validate their worth, like always paying for lunch with the preacher. This is in contrast to so many that have a weak response in which people become withdrawn, superficial, or avoid interaction with others. Ingram realized that the source of this desperate insecurity goes back to the story of Adam and Eve in Genesis at the beginning of the Bible. They had a close relationship with God until they did the one thing that he commanded them not to do, which was to eat from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. After that, they hid themselves from God, and Adam admitted, I heard you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid. In Genesis 3.10. This act of sin brought guilt and shame and they realized that they were naked, which can be taken as not only physical, but also psychological, emotional, and spiritual. It changed their relationship with God, causing separation. They also tried to hide in order to cover up who they really were. The result is now that everyone is desperately insecure. The sin that came into the world brought many negative consequences, 
but God also offered hope that would eventually come through his son Jesus Christ to bring redemption and restoration. When Ingram came to realize that even the wealthy, powerful, and those that seemed to have it all together were really desperately insecure, it changed how he saw them, that they just really needed God. Paul Tournier had taught that the Christian message of sin and grace helps us to accept ourselves realistically in the confidence that God has already accepted us in Jesus Christ. I want to use my first significant church hurt as an illustration. I was attending graduate school in Boise, Idaho, and I had started to get involved in church again by helping with the youth group at a congregation that included two sets of my aunts and uncles. I was playing on the church softball team, but I had hurt my shoulder and I wasn't playing in the current game. A friend and I were going to watch the game and we stopped to get a beer first. I did check in with the team manager, but things seemed uneventful. Except the next morning I got a call from the youth minister. He wanted me to come in and talk to him. I didn't know what to expect, but then he dropped a bomb on me. He told me that he knew I had been drunk at the game the previous night and that I needed to get some help. I was shocked. I didn't drink that often and was certainly not drunk. In fact, uh, it is ironic that now it has been many years since I have had even one drink. I also couldn't believe that the youth minister had accused me of something so seriously on what was at best secondhand knowledge, especially when he had managed to upset a large amount of church members while I had defended him as someone still learning in ministry. It ended up working out all right for me. An elder from the church had been at the game, and he came forward and defended me. However, I never went back to helping with the youth. And a couple months later, the youth minister was gone from the church. Looking back now, I realize that this was relatively minor on the scale of church hurt wounds, and I've been through worse experiences since. However, to be falsely accused by a church leader that I trusted was a wound to me. It also occurred at a time when I had been encouraged to consider going to seminary by the senior pastor. It could have had a big effect on my choices. But it does provide an example in which I can apply the principle that everyone is desperately insecure. This man came to the church just out of Bible college to fill a new position of youth minister. He immediately took control of things by getting rid of those who had been helping with the youth, including my uncle, and set up the program his way. He wanted to show he was strong and knew what he was doing, but I believe he was scared to death. I also learned later that there was a history of drinking problems in his family, 
which is why he acted towards me as he did. Now I know that he was desperately insecure and was trying to hide it by acting strong and in control. For him, it backfired as he just upset a lot of people and ended up getting himself fired. For me, I still remember the pain of what he did to me, but I've long since forgiven him and I hope that he has learned to be authentic and really seek God for his needs. I want to talk more about this principle of everyone being desperately insecure. But as I come to the end of this episode, I want to testify that my understanding of this truth has been very helpful in my healing from church hurt. And I believe it can benefit anyone who's experienced wounds from church hurt also. I pray that you've been encouraged by listening to this episode. I welcome you back for the next episode to help in the healing of wounds and trauma from church hurt. Thank you.